Thank you everybody for tuning in to the nation. Let's get this thing going one way or another. I'm gonna bring you another episode. My name is Law Nation. As we begin to uh, talk about this Cowboys topic, uh, the hour or the month of the last several, fa- I guess for the last several years here now, uh, talking about the Dallas Cowboys and talking about one said quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, number four. Dak Prescott, Dakota Rain Prescott, uh, as everybody called him, most of the people that um, that 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 have a a fixed mind of an, an interpretation of Dak Prescott, whether or not he's trash, or whether or not he's a superb quarterback, or whether or not he can win games. To me personally, I just see a guy that can manage the game and win, and uh, we have yet to see that in the Cowboys organization since the '90s. Don't you guys know that if we somehow one way or another come out with a winning record, this will be the first time in many of first time within 20 years that we had back to back, back to back, uh, triple uh, three years in a row with a winning record. But lo and behold, we're going to uh, jump right on into the topic. Before I begin, I just want to give a special shout out to uh, this money making mall right here. Uh, one of the first persons that's in this chat box, man, really appreciate it, man. That let me know that you're part of the notification squad and you roll with the nation one way or another, whether it's high, low, you was with me even when we was three and five. And shout out to those who are, are into this mix and still following my Facebook page. Although uh, I had to regroup, my Facebook page was taken down, but we starting up a new Facebook page. Appreciate that because that means a lot, guys. Regardless of the scenario, my Twitch and my uh, Twitter pages, appreciate you guys for tuning in to that, that, to that as well. And the Periscope, shout out to you all that's there. But let's get right to the point. Let's go ahead and listen to speak speak to your, what is this? Speak for yourself, uh, guy with a fuchsia shirt on and all that. Let's see. Just preaching to you. Yes, indeed. We're going to listen to what they have to say about the Cowboys. Impressed that they won, but I left that game going, it's not good enough at the quarterback. It's not. Um, I just thought last night, hoping last night, rooting last night, that he would take the governor off this golf cart and finally (laughs) just roll. Let's see what you can do, Dak Prescott. This stage was set perfectly for him to go out there and show everyone, the entire world, that Dak Prescott can lead a team, not just manage an offense. What happened? Mm. Talk to me then. When we knew the the obvious Texas legislation has been passed that no quarterback shall pass for over 300 yards. (laughs) Especially in... Let me tell y'all something here, too. Uh, A quarterback passing over 300 yards does not guarantee you a victory. How you win in this National Football League is at the end of 60 minutes that you have more points than the opposition. Now, with that being said, I know for sure, I know some Saints fans right now will wish that they, that their quarterback had a Dak Prescott night, you see. So it can go back and forth, but I'm not saying that Dak Prescott is better than a Drew Brees. But what I'm saying is a win is a win is a win. And those who out there who love this Cowboys team, who got a real strong opinion about the Cowboys team, whether or not you believe in the quarterback or not, man, can you just sit back and enjoy a dub? You know what I mean? <laughs> can you enjoy a victory? You know, so it's Sunday. We just can sit back and we can just watch football. We don't have to root for another team to win or lose. Of course, we always rooting for some things to happen. But right now, as it relates to our mental capacity, we don't have to worry about do we can we win or can we lose this weekend because we already did what we needed to do. 
Let's get listen to these guys. In the city again. of Dallas. Um, so I, once again, no 300 yard game. Then I was like, okay, but make the throws. You can't. Sometimes the game plan doesn't call for you to take all the big darts down the field. Mm-hmm. When it when they needed the most, that one throw, the one pass, the one errant throw. I said, oh, Dak. And then you follow that up with a sack force fumble to allow New Orleans a breath of life. And then when you look up in totality in this amazing win. Mm-hmm. 13 points. I said, ooh, <laughs> none in the second though. half. You may have won the battle, but you're going to lose the war, brothers, because if you go into the playoffs, and hopefully this team makes the playoffs, because I think that defensively and in the running game, they're special. Uh, if this team makes the playoffs, I don't see how this travels. And then the real hindrance defense travel, fam. is their franchise quarterback. Dak defense Preston. travel. I mean, even though he was 24 of 28, um, he didn't even have 250 yards. I Let me stop right here. Look at this brother with his pet mobiz. <laughs> oh, man, this dude actually went into the closet and said, okay, let me figure out a way that I can stand out on this particular platform. Oh, let me go grab the brightest. And I'm talking about the fuchsia, the, the, <laughs> the glow-in-the-dark shirt. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Uh, you know, he's, he's a quarterback, like you said, that's going to go in there and manage the game. And with a defense like they had that, that played the way that they played last night, if they can continue anywhere near that and, and, and uh, uh, that can consistently not turn the ball over and do the things that he did yesterday, then they have a good chance of making it into the playoffs and possibly, I believe, winning the Super Bowl. But it's not going to be because of him. It's going to be because of that defense. What do you think of my comparison of him to Blake Bortles? I don't think he's that bad. Right. Oh, I agree. Blake Bortles. He's not. I mean, you're talking about a guy that, what, 110 career touchdowns, 90 interceptions. Dak hasn't been that bad. Now, look, right. I'm concerned about the fumbles as well. Me too. Some of that is attributed to the offensive line. 45 sacks on the season. I know they, they've had their center out. Left tackle Smith has been out. But he's got to do a better job of taking care of the football. But I think he's better than Blake Bortles. His ability to run. What fumbles seen, are the same as interceptions. No, it's oh, not. They're turnovers. They, they are turnovers. I, I, I agree. I agree to, to a degree. And there you go. That, yes, the fumbles are a concern, but I think some there of that can get cleaned up. There's no question he has to be better in the pocket. And, and I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I'm interested to see what they do when it comes contract time. They're talking about him like he's a franchise quarterback. I don't know that you can't <coughs> pay a guy like him like you're paying the top Hold on, this whole Blake Bortles, let's not dismiss this. You, you're on to something here. I mean, Dak Sanchez, if you want to go yeah. Mark Sanchez, your early Ben that, Roethlisberger. That got wins, though. Don't compare him to Ben Roethlisberger. No, I said early. No, don't, don't, don't. Okay, but we know. Yes, you can compare him to Ben Roethlisberger. Look, 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 let me, let's, let, let's pull back the curtains a little bit on all this. For those who out there who just listen to these pundits out here talk without bringing up the facts, Let's 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 go and bring out the facts finder. OK, so uh, we're going to see how Dak Prescott is comparable to a big band Roethlisberger. We're going to do that live right now in the flesh. We're, like, we're not going to do no editing. It's live on your page. It's live on my page. It's live. I'm live right now on Facebook. I'm live right now on uh, Twitch Periscope. I'm live everywhere right now. So let's bring this up right now. Let's see what we can do. I'm going to pull up this website right now live, and we're going to pull up the comparison numbers of Big Ben Roethlisberger versus Dak Prescott. Now, can you guys see what's on my screen? Let me know. Give me a thumbs up. 
And uh, we, we'll see. We're going to type in the numbers. We're going to see exactly what need to be compared because those who are out there who got amnesia and stuff like that. Let me see. Ronfless Burger. Let's see. We're going to go season one. This is a pro football reference. You guys can go to your own pro football reference uh, dot com and you can do your own comparisons. I got 2016 to 2018. Remember, this season is not even over with yet. Right. So let's go to big bands. Uh, one, two, three. This will be his third year right here. And we're going to hit get results. <clears throat> Everybody have reasonings, but results is what matters. Right. So we're going to look at line by line. This is Sunday, precept upon precept. So we're going to look at everything right at its face. So there's nothing to hide. We're going to look at just the numbers, okay? So, all right, per game. I'm going to drop down to per game. Can you see that on your screen? It may, may be small. You may have to uh, zoom in a little bit. Uh, 2016 through 2018, completion rate 19.6, attempts 29.8. Uh, average of yards. Oh my goodness. 219 yards for Dak Prescott. 207 for the mighty big band. 1.3, you know, touchdown to ratio per game. Uh, a point five for Dak Prescott. Rain Dakota. Rain <laughs> Dakota. So, uh, it looks like to me, from my eyes, per game basis from the first three games, first three years or what have you, that uh, Big Ben passed more interceptions. And guys, remember this. He had a, a, a dynamic Jerome Bettis' other worlds. He had a nice and a nasty defense as well. And uh, one can argue he played in a horrible division. That, that Pittsburgh division is trash if anybody wants to throw trash around. So uh, look, let's look at the yards per game, you know, rushing. Dak Prescott averaged 21.4 yards. Hmm, Big Ben, seven. Point six. One of these guys going into the Hall of Fame first ballot, I guess, because we already know the person that wears Big Ben's number. He's going into the National Hall of Fame. You already know. Look, he got two-time Super Bowl champion, but this is the thing. Let's look at these other numbers. Is that on your screen? <laughs> is that on your screen? Completion rate 65.7. Oh, Dink and Dunk Dak got 9,666 yards. Big Ben got 8,550. Look, look at the yards. Look at the touchdown. Five, 59 touchdowns to Big Ben's 52. Completion rate, pass percentages, whatever this QBR, whatever you want to look at, 95.5. Sounds like a radio station. Uh, 87.9. So do I or should I must go forward? And they're talking about ball control and all this. Let me know if you guys can still see all that. I know you have to put your glasses on. But uh, to me, Dak Prescott in these first three years is just is just just comparable to a big band. But nobody want to look at facts. You know, uh, people talk about they make money, they they got a nice job and stuff like that. But when it's time to pull out big bank, take out little bank, or big bank versus little bank, the people that go out there talking about it. Ain't being about it. So right now, I'm seeing right now with my eyes. <laughs> facts are facts. We can have our own interpretation of a player, but I can just pull up this pro football reference and I can type in any quarterback and we can see the comparables right there in your face. 
Big Bang take Little Bang, right? <laughs> so with that being said, let's continue to listen to what they have to say. So we got that out the mix. You don't want me to type in Blake Borders numbers, right? <laughs> and you don't want me to pull up Tim Tebow, but I'm pulling up Big Ben, so that just automatically seals off everything. He didn't use his legs like Dak did to, 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 to extend plays, I, I, but at the same time, when Ben scrambled around, ben. he was able to accurately get the ball downfield to I players dare that you open. forget young early Ben when even Ben Roethlisberger said, yeah, I want to win a Super Bowl when I'm the reason we win the Super Bowl, not because of other the things. The first one, me. okay. The second one. Uh, oh, that's what I... Young Jackson Ben. third year. You talking about... He still didn't cost us Y'all are getting distracted because I said Ben Roethlisberger and yeah. then y'all agree with me by that same distraction. Blake Here's Blake that Mortal. pink shirt got that man higher, delusional. Higher ceiling. <laughs> well, Blake. Blake. Blake has a high... And you think Blake lower floor. But yes. which one is better? I mean, look, Blake Bortles, hold on. Blake Bortles is not sitting there saying my, my resume only reads with three 300-yard games. My resume, he has like 16... 19, 19 300-yard games versus three from Dak. Dak. Blake Bortles has had five games with four more touchdowns. Ask me how many Dak has had in his career. Donut. Zero. Like, Blake Bortles has had some high. Is this a style? You know, do you want to win a certain way or do you just want to win? Uh, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm perplexed about this. Look, let's just go all the way back to the 90s again. Would you rather, because Jim Kelly threw up some, put up some nice numbers. Would you rather have the style of Jim Kelly, or would you rather have a Troy Aikman? Let me know in the comment box. Would you rather have Jim Kelly was a better thrower of the ball collectively, right? Somebody can say that that uh, that that type of spread offense, they was getting the ball down the field and these sorts of things. Would you rather have Jim Kelly in the Dallas Cowboys offense, or would you rather have a guy that had the intangibles like the Troy Aikmans of the world? Put that down in the comment box. Let me know. Help a brother out. <laughs> Highs, New England last year in the playoffs. Uh, Pittsburgh last year. You can look at Blake Borders and see a little more even than you see in Dak at times. That's the conclusion I had to come to last night. It, and it, it literally comes down to one throw. If he hits mm -hmm. Gallup late, Game's we're over. having oh, a yeah. completely different conversation, yeah, and he's cashed his lottery ticket, and he's made that play. B but again, when, when you're Dak and you only take so many shots down the field, it magnifies the ones you miss. Yeah. And then, again... Some of this, the, the Cowboys offensive line, even injured, is too good for a guy to have taken 45 sacks. Sometimes you... Let me stop this big guy right here. Hold on, big guy with no tie. You know, let me talk about this right quick. <laughs> he couldn't find no tie to fit that thing right there. <laughs> Shout out to the big guys out there, bro. Uh, this is the thing, too. Uh, <clears throat> this, front, front, this front five offensive line. What if I told you, like, ESPN 30 for 30? that Dak Prescott is going to be playing with 60% of his offensive line gone, 60. Uh, Looney, as much as I love him, you know, uh, the guy is a very, very lovable guy, just, just happy and go lucky and these sorts of things. But he's a backup. And at the end of the day, Xavier, uh, number 60, 76, backup. 75, uh, Cam Fleming, backup. And, uh, of course, Lyle Collins, this is going into his what? Second year playing right tackle, and you mean to tell me that Dak Prescott he was still able to win these type of games, seven games this year all together collectively, and the, the last two games we have we, we, we have Tyron Smith not even there. But I digress because I seen Dak Prescott versus Drew Brees, and let me know. Put that down in the comment box. Did Drew Brees play with all of his offensive linemen? He only missed one guy, right? 
So shouldn't the game be more of a comparable of Drew Brees versus Dak Prescott just on this particular platform? I digress. You have to see the blitz coming, get rid of the football, move the protection the right way. I look at Dak and just say, okay, it's too much for him. And 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 I'm not sure if that's ever going to get uh, corrected. Cam or, or Jordan fit. had a front side sack force fumble on Dak. That's hard. In the red zone. Thank That's you, hard. James Harrison. That That's is hard. hard. Yeah. You like, see you me coming? You want to come blindside all day. Like, they see that. It's usually at least a tuck the ball and try and yeah. run forward. He just sat there with it wide open. Yeah. There are moments where I can see Dak is lost downfield, and he starts looking for a place to run, and he it's not the same as when, when Russell Wilson does it. I think he waits too it. long to yeah. actually make that move. Like, so, so, what do you, so what do you think they do when it comes time for for contract for them? Uh, you know, I, I think Jerry's going to sign him. Oh, yeah. But not... It shouldn't be over $20 million. I, You got to hit this dude around $17, $18 million and say, if that's not good enough, Dak, we moving on. And if if Dak is smart, he okay. looks at that defense, he looks at Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott and says, hell yeah. And I'm going to make all this money off the field and I'm going to be Danny White. Danny White was never a guy... They were old school Cowboys. Oh, yeah. You guys are young. But he was a guy that was good enough and carried that starting job for a while. Again, Dak can make money doing that off the we'll field. see if he can punt. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> but, but I... Man, that's trash for them to say that. Now, uh, as much as I, I love Dak, Dak Prescott, Danny White was one hell of a thrower of the ball. He, the guy can throw the ball. Uh, I guess it is guy football knowledge is very minute, but... Uh, Danny White, uh, the, the the problem was that he faced he faced some doggone good 49ers team in the 80s. It's kind of, kind of sort of if those who are uh, not remembering uh, basketball, let me move over to basketball right quick. Uh, the Michael Jordan era, you know, when you faced the Bulls back in the 90s, it was he, he hurt a lot of people's dreams like the uh, the Indiana Pacers, the the, the New York Knicks uh, for several years uh, during that mid 90 era, Jordan era. Those who out there who could remember those teams out there that, that should have maybe the Utah Jazz. There was a nice, formidable team during that time. But the Jordan era, Jordan sucked away so many uh, Super Bowl. Well, not Super Bowl, but, you know, basketball championships from those elite other teams out there. This is the Jordan era, just like the uh, in the early, in the mid-'80s, uh, the, the 49ers. They were just on the roll. They was hot. They was rolling. And uh, it was one of those things, though. But let's listen I to don't, this. I'll say this again. As good as that defense was last night, and they shut down an offense we thought was unstoppable. Right. I don't think it's good enough to carry that. Yeah, that's the issue. They – had seven sacks on Dak in the library, as Coach would call it. That means we went on the road, it was quiet. Like, when we had to, when we were on defense, it was quiet. And we still got the jump. We still beat their offensive line, which is still a top offensive line in this game, even with the injuries. And we got to their quarterback seven times. Guys, we're not going to throw away this film because there's some, some learns in this film. We're going to learn some things from this. But guess what? If we see this team again, where's the confidence with us? It's sky high because they know now if we play them again, we're going to play them at home. at home. On Bourbon Street, and they got seven in the library? What's that defense going to do to Dak? And he put up 13 yesterday. I don't see him going out there and saying there's enough confidence for us to put up 23 
33. Let me stop this guy right here uh, who think he knows something. Uh, let me talk about this, although he played for the National Football League and these sorts of things. But shout out to him. Uh, this is the thing. One can argue also is that they didn't really put up that many points on us as well. They only put up, what, 10 points? And one can argue the fact that if my guy Randy Gregory would have just stood up off of that punt uh, kick and not jump over a guy who tried to go low at his knees and stumble onto this guy who tried to punt and land under his plant foot, and then all of a sudden, if uh, and that was a turnover or change or d- direction, what have you, gave the team an extra life. I'm talking about the New Orleans Saints. And then on top of that, the only touchdown that was thrown was very much from a a receiver who pushed push <laughs> off a uh, a guy that's really having a one hell of a year, Anthony Brown, to get that ultimately touchdown. So, to me personally, Cowboys did their deal. And then on top of that, everybody see these people are a little bitter and salty because maybe they lost some money. Maybe that's that's the care that's maybe this is the case in the scenario. They lost some money and they mad about it that the fact that the Cowboys beat the Saints that they didn't have no problem they had no problem picking against them, right? <laughs> everybody said that the Cowboys are gonna get stumped down, beat down, pushed over, raked over into the coals, but all of a sudden now we looked on the TV screen and then now we send the Cowboys won the game and now we won a nitpick and look at this and look at that look to me personally just to me personally let's 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 remove the officials out the way what would this score would have been too so we got to look at the whole entire i'm talking about the whole entire picture sometimes these guys that's on this platform but shout out to uh the smith guy from ohio state the running back he was the only guy that had some sense in his mind to talk about the cowboys in a guess and i guess in an objective uh in a in a better way per se yeah, but let me just go ahead because sometimes it's hard to see the picture when you are when in we the know frame. that new orleans come home Come playoff time, they're not going to go out there in late 10. James, wow. you said earlier you think this team could make noise in the mm-hmm. playoff. Why? Because of the defense. If the defense can go out, they just shut down Drew Brees, 176 yards. That is defenses of old. If they can continually come out there and play close to that, and that continues to advance at what he did this week and, and gets better each week as far as being able to hold on to the ball, start seeing things, and not take unnecessary sacks, I feel like they can do it. Answer me this, though, James. If they played today and you had to bet, do you think they could hold them to 10 points again if you had to bet? Mm-mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so again, it, it was a I'll great... close. Right. <laughs> oh, I don't think they can hold them under 24. I don't think they can really hold them under 28. Because, again, our expectation... Hold on, hold on. This is what they said before the game. How are you going to say, oh, they can't hold the Saints to 30 points <laughs> and then all of a sudden we do it uh, i bet you can't do it again <laughs> and then we probably do it again uh, i bet you can't see this is the problem the guy just wins dak prescott i don't know what it is it's the intangibles go back everybody look up intangibles and you will see the fact that this guy right here got a, a freaking earring one earring <laughs> looks like a crazy crazy guy up here on the stage Look, look, to catch a predator. You know, it look like to catch a predator guy over here. My thing is, you cannot just look at one side of the game and say, well, well, if they play again, well, what if we play again and we got a David Irvin into the mix? What if we play again and we got Sean Lee out there? What if we play again and we got Tyron Smith? 
Now, don't you see some things that are changing around? What if we play again and we got our number one center? I'm talking about Travis Frederick or what have you. What if we play again and Dak Prescott chemistry to number 13 is a little bit better? He steps up just a little bit and he put a little air under the ball. What if we play again and we don't have that official crew? You see what I'm saying? The, the, the zebras, as I call them. What if we play again and we don't have that same crew out there who... Everybody can look at tape. Everybody can look at film. And you will see with your own eyes, if you got four eyes, you'll see with that too, that this is what happened. When Randy Gregory and D-Law met, had a meeting at the quarterback and, and had their sack fumble, what have you, and we picked the ball up, Tyron Crawford jumped on the ball or what have you, then the official said, oh, man, this is not supposed to happen. Let me throw this flag right quick at you. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Let's go, Cowboys. Jason looks like, man, if they hold them to 28, 24 points, they've played lights out football. I, yeah. I think that's tough to do. I wish I would have said 10, 13. But Nobody you know, would have said no. 23 points in the whole game. Don't no. hang your hat on how they shut Drew Brees down. And you know the difference right here. <laughs> Drew Brees yesterday was shook, not shaken. <laughs> and what I mean by that is shook means something within his own emotional landscape, something going on in his world, his life, his mental makeup was off. From play one, Drew Brees was throwing helicopters. This is the Dallas Cowboys defense, man. What are you talking about, man? Oh, he's get surpassed because he was shook. He got hurt. He heard that D-Law said, I'm going to choke him out and punch him in the mouth and squeeze him around and make him like a fruit roll-up. Man, that's just what defense is supposed to do when them dogs coming out you. Look, I've been talking about this for a long time. We've been looking for some dogs. Now, we got, we got wolves. We got wolf hunters out there. <laughs> we got people out there that go chase and, and, and go get the beast. We said we wanted the beast. Now, we got, oh, 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 oh. We got LVE. We got Jalen Smith flying around to the edge there. We got D-Law coming around. And we got Randy Gregory coming out at you too. So, of course, he's supposed to be, oh, shook. I'm the, I got an MVP season going around here. I, this is supposed to be a layup for me. The Dallas Cowboys supposed to be trash. Dak Prescott, we know for sure he's supposed to be trash. We got the number one rush defense. We, we that who that Saints. Uh, I told a coworker of mine, he came in with his Saints shirt on, Saints ear headset, Saints uh, a scarf. It wasn't even cold that day. He had a scarf and everything. And he was. And then he brought an umbrella. I said, bro, don't you open up that umbrella. Don't you open up that umbrella. And he opened up that umbrella. I said, man, you just opened up a can of whoop. You know what? You know, and he was like, oh, who that? Who that? I'm going to see you Friday. Da, 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 da. Friday came around. He put in his leave time. He was like, nah, uh, I ain't coming in to work today, man. I came down with something. He came down with that L. <laughs> But I understand. I already know the nation. Everybody's going to say that Drew Brees deserve a pass, okay? Because he's MVP. He's runner-up and all this stuff. So we're going to give him that pass. Let's listen to more, much more of what they have to say. No rhythm. I, I played with Drew Brees from day one. So as a rookie, I saw that. But since he became the great, never saw that. But he was shook. He wasn't shaking. Shaking means the defense is doing it. These circumstances are doing it. This crowd noise is getting to you. Hold on, man. Wait a minute. So he's saying that the defense didn't get to Drew Brees. It was something else that got to Drew Brees that day. You don't want to give the brother, you don't want to give the Cowboys just a little ounce of credit. <laughs> Oh, my God! Where did this show come from, man? You talk about what he said earlier in the week. Say, 
you know, you hit a, you hit a guy in the mouth, and it, it certainly affected him. I mean, this is the first time in his career started off 0 for 4. Right. I mean, there's no question. He, he, was, he was out of rhythm Do you from think play the Cowboys could make any noise in the postseason? I don't think so. I mean, what, you know, what we've seen from Dak this year, and, and this is something that we hadn't seen before, the way that he's turned the ball over and, and the way that that offensive line has given up the sacks, we just haven't seen that. I, you know, to me, that's a real concern. You talk about the run game. The run game suffered yesterday. It's, <coughs> it's not like Zeke had a huge day. And the problem is, I think, because he can't drive the ball downfield, you crowd the, you crowd the line of scrimmage. Yes. You crowd the line. You're not, you're not backing anybody off. Dak is not going to attack downfield. So we can, we can afford to have those guys up close to the line of scrimmage. We don't need our safeties up over the top of these corners. Let's, let's challenge Dak to get the ball downfield. And we can get those safeties up to stop the run. Marcellus, you played for Jerry Jones. You listened to Jerry Jones after the game. It's a different team. It's a different cat, blah, blah, blah. But you think when he woke up today, what do you think he really thought about Dak Prescott? Do you think Jerry, even Jerry, had to say, man, I don't know if I got the right quarterback? I know Jerry Jones very well. The first thing he did was wake up on that bus, and he was like, where did y'all drive me to? Because <laughs> y'all know Jerry. He on that bus somewhere party. Um, <laughs> I think that he looked at this situation and said, my defense is amazing, next uh-huh. level. Got a lot of guys over there, a lot of dogs. My running game is strong, I know this. I think those two elements have highlighted to Jerry, maybe I got a little ahead of myself with Dak Prescott. It's great business to be in the negotiation with Dak Prescott, but I think he's going to buy into what Jason said. Uh-huh. Buy into the star on the side of your helmet, take this hometown discount, and stay well, it's still. It's not like you go get more anywhere else. Though. Right. So, so Jerry's smart for doing it in the business acumen, in the business sense, but in terms of personnel, I think right now, because you saw that defense said, we're ready, and that running game's been saying, we're ready. You're going to look at Dak and say, are you ready? And if you're not ready, we have to go and get something to help support this because that's going to be what the Dallas Cowboys are going to be betting on. They're banking on can they get someone at the quarterback position that can help this team advance. We've heard from Jerry Mm. Jones, though, time and time again. and it, it, It seems like he's so stubborn in the decisions that he makes and the statements that he's made. Let me go before they say this right here. Jerry Jones is drinking his Johnny Walker blue right now, and he's sitting here saying, I got a quarterback that uh, that I know for sure if I continue to put pieces around this particular quarterback, he may not pass the best ball in the world. He's still growing. And then on top of that, nobody's more optimistic than Jerry Jones. So uh, they could just put that all of this conversation under the rug and throw it away or step on it and just move on. Uh, I really do think that uh, Jerry Jones and his whole mindset of what Dak Prescott is, it's not just Dak Prescott. He's saying to himself, I built this team. I got Ezekiel Elliott, who is the star running back of this team. If I can figure out a way, I got Amari Cooper now. I got a a, 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 a Gallup kid that's stepping it up, third-round draft pick wonderful we got defenses guys flying around he's looking at it from the aspect if we we if we was able to shut down the saints in these factors right we had to beat the officials we had uh no david Irvin. we had no sean lee out there on top of that we got lve we got uh Jalen smith stepping it up man then all we have to do now granted <laughs> jerry jones you know he already said that he's all in on jason garrett Anybody that needs to be looked at, it probably be Scott Lennon. It probably be the quarterback coach. 
he'd probably be those two systems there that they're going to figure out a way to put those pieces around them. Remember what I said. It's been since the 90s that the Cowboys have yet to have three consecutive winning seasons. Since the 90s. As glorious and as wonderful as my guy Tony Romo has been, and, 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 and we just have to call a spade a spade, Tony Romo is a better passer and thrower of the ball that Dak Prescott wished that he would ever try to become, right? <laughs> it's, just, it's just the natural facts of things, right? And one can argue the fact that Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford and, and uh, Matt Ryan, all those quarterbacks that I just mentioned are a better thrower of the ball than Dak Prescott. But Dak Prescott got one caveat that they just don't got. You know, it's just a, pro- it's just, just a problem that most people just don't see. And, uh, and, and this is the intangibles. Uh, and it's still, even though he got 11 fumbles, which is horrible, uh, he got to work on that. He got to work on his uh, quarterback presence, passing the ball in, into the inside too, uh, and just going through his progressions. Uh, he's going to have to work on that. But we can say this right here. The guy figure out ways to win this game. And, uh, and that's just the bottom line. He figure out ways. But let's listen in to this, and then I'm going to do a quick Q&A to those who are in the chat box. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I got so many screens open, so I'm not able to read your comments. But I will try to read each and every last one of you guys' comments over there. And I really appreciate you guys for tuning in to the nation. Uh, let's get this thing going. I'm going to hit the play button right quick. So let's go. And in, in Dak, in, about Dak in particular, it doesn't seem like he's the kind of guy that's willing to give up on that. He, Only he, Dak, though, because the defense, Jerry's drafted well on defense. Mm-hmm. Jer, offensive line, running game, all these names are Amari Jerry's. Amari Cooper seems to be worth it. Every, you know, everybody right. questioned it. And so I, I, I'll uh, say uh, this. I, didn't, think I didn't question it. <laughs> get to the offseason, and, and they're going to say, okay, can, if we hire Cliff Kingsbury as offensive coordinator, will that fix Dak? Uh, or... Do we have to move on from this quarterback? Because I, I think, based on what I've seen now, it's going to be very hard to fire Jason Garrett. It's yeah. going to be hard to blame Wait. him because Jason Garrett can legitimately say, hey, man, I had everything but the quarterback. If yeah. you ain't got a quarterback in this league, what do you really have, Jerry? And so they're either going to have to go out and pursue a new quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there's no way that you can look at it and say to yourself that, Dak Prescott next year, Jerry Jones going to go close the door and say, uh, you know, Dak, uh, we, we just want to be able to uh, have a better play at quarterback. So we're going to we and uh, uh, Steven there, we're we going to get rid of you. You know, they're not going to do that. <laughs> Jerry Jones is not going to do that, although most would like to see that. Look, most most of us would like to see um, uh the Cowboys get rid of Jason Garrett. That's not going to happen anytime soon. As long as we continue to do these things, as long as we continue to be right into the mix, they're not going to do that. So on top of that, uh, it is what it is. Right. Are they going to have to bring a magical OC in there? Maybe Cliff Kingsbury fired at Texas Tech. He's supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. Maybe he can get more out of Dak. But, man, that that's like – Trying to get uh, what is something out of an onion, water out of an onion, blood out of a turnip. Yeah, that's tough. Yes, indeed, man. Speak for yourself. 
guys, check out their page, man. Uh, support them as well. Not just a nice little platform where you can go and listen to those guys talk about uh, various sports topics, whether it's uh, football, basketball, soccer, and beyond. So with that being said, I'm going to open up with Q&As. I really appreciate everybody who tuned in to this show. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I want to know your thoughts. Uh, let me see who all here. Uh, that, that made comments first uh, shout out to those who made the uh, donation to help grow the nation uh, i really appreciate that too uh josh skinner the winner appreciate you i see you made donation to help grow the nation my brother from another mother no other don't look like danny glover jerry reese jay reese in this thing he made a donation to help grow the nation as well uh, he said my problem is garrett has to have his back against the wall to start coaching Dak still holds the ball too long. Coach Richard is the real deal. Holyfield, basically. Uh, that's what he put down as the uh, donation to help grow the nation. Comment question of the day. All right, so let me break that down. Appreciate you uh, for, for talking about that. Uh, <clears throat> Jason Gary, you got to wait until his back is against the wall. That's naturally uh, when you're talking about somebody who can, I guess you can say that he's uh, naturally conservative we already know come uh, uh sunday you know next sunday that jerry jones are already going to be looking at jason garrett with his blue shirt on we already know that so jason garrett always going to be jason garrett i, I don't see anything change it would be remarkable if he have a white shirt on on the sideline so he's still going to be the same guy there's nothing that's going to change from that uh now as far as him playing and fighting with his back against the wall sometimes when you conservative a lot like that then all of a sudden you see that, hey, it could be a chance that I lose everything. Let me show you who I'm truly and who I really is. You know, so so that's probably what we see with Jason Garrett. Maybe Jason Garrett is more of a guy that likes to get his back against the wall and then he starts throwing them blows. Now, as far as Dak Prescott still holding on to the ball. Now, if you go back and look at my my, my previous two uh, film breakdowns, uh, you will see, uh, especially you will see. Uh, the fact that um, um, when he passed the ball to Amari Cooper, he's getting the ball out quick when he passed the ball to Amari Cooper. But the problem is, is that he stares down Amari Cooper and we're going to have to work on that. He's going to have to really pick those things up. Uh, as far as Coach Rich, Chris Richard after, after that question, Chris Richard is the deal, man. Uh, he, he He's a motivator within. So I, I like his skill set. I like what he's doing out there. Appreciate everybody. Let me see if I can tune over here to, all right, so let's see what we got over here. Uh, Q&A time. Virginia Finest, man, same old laugh out loud. Uh, 1981 is an idiot. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, you talking about this guy, 1981? Hey, man, it is what it is. Uh, let him be. Those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. Appreciate you. Uh, saying, I saw also people talking about Vaj Lombardi. Appreciate you, man, for tuning in to the nation. You guys, go follow Vaj Lombardi. Follow Silver and Blue Nation, Big Game James, uh, DDP. Follow all of those guys, Shannon, Shannon, uh, Shango and um, my guy Mark Holmes, everyone. Young Wilson, what's up, man? Aloha. Uh, April Stanton, good morning. How do you guys get to the next? Uh, what you say? Good morning. Next level going to the playoff that will be needed. How do we get to the next level? We got four more games. And uh, with that, four more games. Shout out to Daniel Madza that's on my Facebook page. Appreciate you, man. You follow my other Facebook page. That's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, 
how are they going to have to play? Dak Prescott, he, he got to get the ball out quick. He cannot get those fumbles. Everything is uh, magnified when you get to the next level. Everything ravs up, especially when you're talking about Dallas Cowboys versus whoever. Everybody is going to try to give Dallas Cowboys their best punch. So what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to patch up those things. Think about this. Hopefully, and I mean hopefully, you get a Tavon Austin back into the mix. And that's another thing that I forgot to bring up. They talked about things of like what would the Cowboys do uh, the next time they play the Saints. I think next time they play the Saints, if Lord uh, allows uh, Tavon Austin to find a bill of health, is that they will have a Tavon Austin out there who can take the top off the defense. And then you have to worry about Amari Cooper, who they can rotate inside, outside, who can kill the intermediate routes, and who is a burner too. So, And then you can talk about the emergence of number 13. This guy, every game, he's picking up better and better techniques, getting stronger, getting hit in that weight bench and things like that. So it's a lot. It's a lot of things that, that is going to change the next time if we so happen to see the New Orleans Saints at the, at the Superdome or whatever they call their dome. It can be quite possible, man. Uh, Dan, Daniel, appreciate you, man. This on the Facebook panel. Appreciate you. I call it the Facebook Elite. Offensive line improve, protect Dak Prescott. Dak plays better. Yes, um, that can be possible too. We can have a Tyron Smith that's back out there. This team, like I said before, all we have to do is continue to just play our style of football. Don't worry about what the Saints are doing. Don't worry about what the L.A. Rams are doing or the L.A. Chargers or what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. But when we put on that silver and blue, especially since as of lately, when we put on those white sleeves, something about those white sleeves, <laughs> that we are a figure out, we figure out something that we are a different team. And all we got to do is play our style of football and stop looking and listening to what they have to say and what they're doing and do what we need to do our style of football run first punch them in the mouth score early and often if possible play control look we talk about other teams talking about they need to put up 30 points to do this and do that look we need to put up 32 i'm talking about time of possession top if we can put up 30 if we can have the ball more longer and, and more than the opposition then we can have those things trey f kennedy Ramo had four straight winning seasons but they're not back to back though that's what i'm talking about it's been since look it up if, if cowboys if, if i've been on another planet the cowboys since the, the i guess last time we and since the 90s we have yet to have put together four or three consecutive winning 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 years so uh romo had four straight winning seasons romo have yet to play healthy throughout his entire career that's the only problem with romo to me personally if i was like one of those guys who can create a time machine i would go back into the in, into the history of time and i'll figure out a, a a solution to get tony romo jason witten's health and jason witten's health to tony romo just do like one of those magical touch and then we would see that tony romo probably would have like two or three super bowl rings for real i'm just talking to you real real i love tony romo but he just it was a pinky one year. It was the shoulder next year. It was a, a, a collarbone, this and that. It was a back here and there. So it's it just what it is, man. We love to have the, the saying that Tony Romo, Tony Romo, Tony, Tony Romo is gone. 
It's been since 2014 since the guy played a good year. And it's it, it just, just over with. For 2014, people who, who was born in 2014 got kids walking around here just four years old now. So it's over with. I love Tony Romo, but he's gone. He's not coming back as, as well as Jason Witten. People out here, people are like, hey, Jason Witten, might come back and play tight end. No, he's gone. <laughs> Those guys are gone. We're moving forward. Uh, as, as much as we don't collectively, I'm not talking about me, but collectively, as much as people don't like Dak Prescott, the guy has shown that he's able to stay healthy. And if you can stay healthy, maybe you can start planning a better future around that part of it. Now, can he pass the ball down the field like these uh, elite quarterbacks? No. He can't do it right now. The brother can't get right. <laughs> I just pulled up some facts. Let, let's do that then. Let's just pull up some facts. Let's do this then. Let's pull this thing around right here. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in to this thing. Uh, let's, let's, let's just pull up the facts right quick. And uh, that way we all can be comfortable, right? I want everybody to be comfortable. Uh, with this thing uh, let me see if i can pull this window around appreciate you guys for tuning in don't forget to hit that like button and share this thing let's pull up some facts name me a quarterback i'm gonna pull up the facts cowboys nation those who are in the chat box what quarterback do you guys want me to pull up to be a comparable of Dak prescott only in his first three years okay let me know i'm gonna put Dak prescott right here <clears throat> Who else y'all want to put? Y'all, I want to put a wrong. I want to pull up Romo. Don't say Romo. I'm gonna let you guys. Brady. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good one. No, this is a good one. That's a good one. Brady. And we're gonna go. Dang, this brother. Forty-one. One, two, three. And remember, this first this year is not completed yet. Oh man, I'm scared to hit this button. Bam. Get results. Get results. All right. 2000. This brother been playing since the flat of 2000, right? Mm, let's see. This, this is not a good comparable, though. Um, I, I might have to put Tom Brady, uh, stretch it out to, to his fourth year because, you know, what is this? Uh, nine, 32 games, 42 games, 44 games. Uh, Tim's is about the same. Uh, Dak's completion rate is a little bit higher. Yards are a whole lot higher. Because, you know, we already know for those who, and a lot of these people not even been, not even people have been born yet. So, of course, Dak Prescott, uh, people don't remember 2000 Dak, you know, I mean, 2000 uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> Most of you guys weren't even born. <laughs> oh, man, 400, you know, it, it, the, the comparables are, are heavily in favor of uh, Dak Prescott, you know, even the yards per game, 219 opposed to 206. Let me help. Let me help Tom Brady out. Let me let me let me give Tom Brady a little edge right here. Then, you know, since we want to do that, let me just do this. Then. All right. We'll go right here. Dak Prescott. And uh, we're going to do Tom Brady. And we're going to do uh, to his fourth year. And maybe that can, you know. 
pull up a better result. This is live. So, guys, you guys can do the same on your uh, particular deal. Just go to uh, profootballreference.com and type in forward slash comparable, and you will see the ability to look at these stats right here. So let's look at it from a better uh, angle here. This is Tom Brady year one through four versus Dak Prescott year one through three and a half, basically. Uh, the yards, uh, the, the greatest quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He only had 10,000 yards. Yards, right that press got at nine six 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 i don't like that six 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 number the, the rating uh 85.9 for tom 95.5 for Dak durain dakota you know so the sacks give up you got a whole extra year and then on top of that tom brady offensive line they, they had a nasty offensive line guys 104 sacks for, for tom brady 102 for Dak, and this year is yet to be completed so we can put a placeholder on that. Uh, what main thing that you guys want to look at? This is the main thing that you really want to look at per game ratio. Uh, the, the completion rate is still the same, 19.9. Dak Prescott, 19.6. The attempts, it took him 32 attempts. Dak Prescott, 29. He averaged 219 yards opposed to Tom Brady, 213. Uh, touchdown ratio per game, 1.4. Dak is at 1.3. Even though we love Tom Brady, those who are out there who understood what Tom Brady was able to do, uh, he averaged like a 0.8 as far as interception ratio. Dak is only at a 0.5. Rushing, look, <laughs> we're not expecting Tom Brady, of all people, to run the rock. So he was averaging 4.5 Dak, 21.4 the intangibles, right? It's the intangible. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I see a lot of people saying, let's do Carson. The Nature Boy wins. Let's see what we got, man. Let's see. And uh, let me know who you guys want me to do next. Dak Prescott, for those, because some people just don't believe when I pull out facts, right? <laughs> Carson Wentz. Palmer Wentz. Okay. <laughs> see, I don't even have to change it because it's already, you know, these guys are, are uh, like already there. All right. All right. And now. We're live here at Pro Football Reference. We're looking at the stats. We're pulling out stats for those who are out there who just don't like football but love them. Let's look at it per game ratio. Let's look at it. All right, Carson, completion rate. He, he, he completes the ball a little bit better, 23 opposed to 19. That means he's throwing the ball at, at, at an attempt rate at 36. So, uh, you know. All right, so the average is big, you know, 253 yards opposed to 219. One can argue I, I would go with 253. So Carson is winning in that category, I would say that. Uh, touchdown, so Carson is right at 1.7. So he gives you close to two touchdowns a game. Dak is at 1.3, so he gives you a touchdown and a half a game. So, uh, so close of a number. Uh, Carson winning in that category. And you can see, I'm not being biased or anything, but interception to uh, touchdown ratio, uh, 0.5 for Dak, Rain, Dakota, Carson at, at 0.7. Sacks giving up. So, uh, Carson giving up more sacks so far. Uh, right? And uh, they just don't have anything else down here as far as uh, yards rushing. I guess these stats are just being uh, pushed over from here. But uh, from 2016 to 2018, uh, yards and attempts, to, the yards, this is the main category right here. If you guys can see my cursor, uh, you can see that the yards are pretty much the same, but 
I will say this, the games played, this is the major difference. Uh, Carson only played 38 games opposed to Dak Prescott, 44. And Dak Prescott, you know, is barely up there with the yards. But give me this rating, 95.5 opposed to 91.6 any day. And, uh, of course, that longest pass with 90 just came about. And uh, Dak is getting sacked a little bit more. But the games, look at the games played. So we can look at it. It's very close as a comparable number. And uh, everybody throws Jason Garrett under the bus, right? So would you rather have, uh, I guess, filthy coaching staff opposed to Jason Garrett? Or would you rather have, uh, you know, those type of things thrown out there too? So we can look at it from that aspect of it. But this is another thing that I that I got you all on. <laughs> this is another thing. One of these guys were drafted in the first round. The other was drafted in the fourth. And these numbers shouldn't be comparable. Just like, what if I was to do this right here? What if I was to pull up Ezekiel Elliott numbers opposed to like a Jordan Howard? Then everybody would be like, oh, wait a minute, Lord, that's not fair. That's not fair. You you tricking the system out you know but i wouldn't do that because as naturally so we can go back and forth with numbers and we can go back and forth with the comparable time frames and things like that and let me see what's this the other guy that everybody like to do russell wilson 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 russell there's two s's in russell two l's wilson that's how you spell his i guess that's how you spell his name that man been playing for seven years already. Man, let me go back. I, I put too many dates in there. Uh, all right, let me do it over again. Dak Prescott. We're going to put uh, Russell, R-U-S-S-E-L-L-W-I-L-S. And let's go one, two, three. You are the winner. All right, so let's go right here. Let's pull it up. The facts. The numbers, everybody love to see. All right, so uh, per game ratio, let's look at it um, from here. All right, 19 completion to only 16, and uh, the attempts are right, right around in the same category. But uh, Dak Prescott is completing a little bit better than a Russell. And, of course, we already know what the Legion of Doom was all about. So this guy, his first three years, 207 yards. So everybody crying about, ah, Dak Prescott can't pass 300 yards. It's a little fairly better than uh, what a Russell was doing, right? And then on top of that, the uh, touchdown to, uh, I guess, interception ratio. Uh, little Russell is winning. 1.5 opposed to Dak Prescott, 1.3. Yeah, so uh, sacks to ratio, 2.3. Russell, 2.5. So Dak is not giving up that many sacks. Now, uh, what we want to look at, too, the yards, and this is talking about rushing attempts. Russell was getting out a little bit better. And that's one thing that I can say about Russell. He's a little bit more elusive. He can. He's a little bit better. Got a pocket awareness. He gets out. He's a smaller, shorter quarterback. So he's not going to stay in that pocket when it's collapsing. He's going to look to run on out of there. And, guys, you already know I don't want to pull up Cam. Oh, Cam stats. <laughs> but uh, we're looking at this thing right here all together collectively. Russell passed the ball just a hair a little bit more. Uh, of course, this was this, at the end of the year. So, Dak Prescott got four more games to complete 
to, to compare against that particular number there. So to me personally, uh, based off of these stats alone, based off what I can see, um, no, okay, completion rate, uh, quarterback rating, uh, 98.6, Dak Prescott 95.5. All right, and uh, they so close, baby. They so close. <laughs> we have to wait till the end of the year to see what's going to happen with this, but this is just so close, man. It's looking like looking like looking into a mirror, right? What other player, you guys? David Alexander the Great made the donation to help grow the nation, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, so uh, who else you guys want me to put in there? We if we want to do comparison of quarterback, we already did Big Ben, uh, Big Ben uh, Super Bowl self, uh, you know. With his Super Bowl self and uh, and it had nothing to do with him, right? It had to do with the defense, right? <laughs> Who else we have over here, man? Uh, shout out to you, man, Young Wilson. Shout out to A1 Kev. Are people still convinced that about Dak? Mm, it is what it is uh, uh, there, uh, right? And you have no question, David Alexander. He says, we know better. Go Cowboys. Yes. All right. Uh, Tebow. Do Tebow. Every oh, I'm gonna do a T bow and then we're gonna do an Aaron Rodgers. I love this right here. Dak Prescott versus Tim Tebow. And then we can do Blake Borders or somebody, right? <laughs> Timmy, Timmy. How you spell Tebow? Okay. T E B O W. Dang, it's crazy. He only played for three years. <laughs> I can't even go down no further. This guy didn't make it out of his third year. You mean to tell me he didn't make it out of his third year? I hate to pull up these numbers because I already know that there are no comparisons uh, of of said quarterback. Uh, yeah, um, guys, we we can bury the Tim Tebow uh, angle and those who out there watches football or what have you. <laughs> ah, buddy, the uh, what's this guy? Um, uh, Colin Cowherds of the world, the Jason Whitlock, they don't watch football. They've been fed that information. And we got, I don't even have to say anything, but let's look at it anyway. Completion <laughs> attempts, 19.6. They they literally told Tebow, look, just don't throw the ball, just run it. Because he was completing five passes a game <laughs> on an average of three years or what have you, right? The average yards, 69.2. These are pro football reference facts. Hey, go to their website. And if you guys have problems or issues with what I'm showing you guys, go to their site, make a formal complaint, and let them know that the stats are off. You know, But outside of this, from what I can see here, the comparison, we can just put that to, we can put that to rest, right? <laughs> we can put that to rest because uh, it's not even comparable. Uh, the completion percentages, the uh, QBR, the quarterback rating, uh, you know, as far as the run, we can we can talk about that aspect of it. They both big, strong uh, quarterbacks or what have you. But we can look at that, you know, and, and say, OK, they are the same in that category. Averaging. Matter of fact, Tim Tebow is a little bit better. Uh, 28.3 yards a game opposed to Dak Prescott, 21.4. We can look at these two numbers right here and say to ourselves, okay, that's where you see the comparables at. But as far as the, the will to win and as far as the QBR, quarterback rating, the completion, the yards, and everything like that, it's just night and day, guys. 65.7, he's completing opposed to 47.9 of Tim Tebow's. I mean, 
<laughs> no comparison. Come on, Coop. So we can put that to rest, right? So who's the other guy? Aaron Rodgers, right? Let's go back to the mighty Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was a bad man, as most most people say, right? Uh, who, who coined that phrase from uh, Skip, not Skip Bayless. Who's the other guy? Shannon Sharp. No, 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 no. Stephen A. Smith. But it's all good. Let me see. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, where you at, man? Aaron Rodgers. Come on. Should be that many Aaron's in there. All right, one, two, three. I might have to do Aaron Rodgers just like I did uh, uh, Tom Brady. I might have to obscure it a little bit and put in like year one through five or something because, yeah, he didn't play his first three years. Oh, my. But everybody want to go ahead and put Dak Prescott in the, into that mercy seat, right? Um, let's, we're going to have to obscure it. Do anybody know when Aaron Rodgers got his first playing when he started? Because I don't have time to pull up that on the Google uh, let me know in the chat box when when he when was his career when he first started his career out there uh, we can look at it from there anybody know anybody can put that down in the chat box real quick right quick for me was it 2007 six or something year five you start, you started from year five okay cool appreciate it appreciate you billy appreciate you man thank you for tuning in to the nation man all right aaron Rodgers from 2008 oh man he shoot aaron Rodgers was a beast at that point right <laughs> Got to be. Uh, I got too many R's in there. Man, I, I got kicked out of spelling B. They told me to spell B. And I was like, uh, B E E? And they're like, uh, you out. You can't spell, brother. All right, so uh, four, three, so this 2008. So let's, let's do this. Um, let's cheat a little bit and let's, let's just put in because uh, we know this year is gone and uh, let's just put in 2009 there probably will be a, a better way to uh, let's just be a better way to look at this stat <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers let's come out to play all right, so 2005 through 2009, they give us a better scope of things. Uh, completion percentages, uh, 18 uh, completed passes a game uh, out of 29 attempts. That's, that's pretty close. And, and this right here, the yards per game, is really alarming to me because it's only 225 yards. And uh, that's not nothing that you can just really say, okay, hey, that's a lot of yards. That's, that's way beyond because Aaron Rodgers was a first-round draft pick, right? He sat behind the mighty Brett Favre. So he was only giving you 1.5. And remember, I added an extra year so that nobody won't be, like, mad at me or anything, right? All right, so we're looking at 1.5, uh, like two touchdowns a game, close to it. And, and that's similar to what Dak Prescott is bringing up, but I digress. Uh, sacks ratio, 2.4 to 2.3 uh, yards per, like rushing attempts. Uh, Dak Prescott is leading into that uh, department. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to look for the – he's going to roll out, but he's going to look for the pass first. And he's just a natural better throw of the ball with his mechanics. So, but he had to work on those things, right? So if we look at the uh, the bigger picture up top, uh, 44 games to 39 games. That's similar, kind of close into the same box right there. You can still get a gauge off of that. Uh, completion rate, uh, 
we can argue the fact that Dak Prescott completed a better ball percentage than Aaron Rodgers at this point in the time of their career. We're going back into the time machine, baby. All right, so uh, with that being said, Dak Prescott throws and have a little bit more yardage at this point of his career within his first three years opposed to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I guess we, we're going to discount the first for, for, uh, first other year. So we're going to say first three years versus first three years, right? Uh, completion rate, like um, quarterback rate, you know, touchdown. Same, 59-59. So if you can look at that aspect and say, okay, you know, this quarterback just throws a whole bunch of touchdowns. No, that's not the case, no other scenario. So 95.5, we already know that's the QBR, QB rating. Uh, 97.2. So Dak Prescott is losing in that particular department versus an Aaron Rodgers, right? So what we want to look at is the sacks. How many sacks are given up or what have you? 102, Dak Prescott. Got it, got to Stop getting those doggone sacks, man. <laughs> but uh, we're looking at it from here uh, that uh, Aaron, he got 93. So with that being said, it's not that bad, Cowboy Nation. Who else? What What is another great quarterback that you guys want me to pull up so that I can still do this back and forth thing? Because I got all day. I got a whole bunch of energy. Uh, do, do like a Joe Montana the first three years. Come on, man. You know good and well. The 80s, they wasn't throwing the ball like that. But we can still do that. Uh, who else, though? It was somebody else before I go all the way back to the legends. Uh, Matt Stafford. Nathan Peterman, you know, good and well. Nathan, Nathan Peterman is going to be horrible. Andrew Luck number is going to be real good. I ain't going to even lie. Andrew Luck number should be real good. Uh, Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Manning took a minute before he became like that 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 good thrower of the ball. So his first three years were just trash to me. Um, but but they but people saw the intangibles, and I'm gonna just be real with you guys, man. Pulling up these facts right here, uh, there are things that Dak Prescott must improve on. I'm not saying that Dak Prescott is gonna be on the level of those uh, quarterbacks there, but it's good to pull up these numbers so that people can just I could just walk them back off the ledge just a hair and let them know that it takes time for quarterbacks to develop. But you still have to look at the uh, the intangibles. Oh, I could do three players at once. I can actually, man, guys, y'all should have been told me, man. I'm not even using the full capacity of this thing. Let me see. All right, so I can do, um, what, what was the guys that you guys want me to do? It was, um, it was Andrew Luck, Andrew, I should have just typed in Luck. Maybe they would have pulled it up fast. Okay, Andrew Luck. Uh, one, two, three, and uh, it was another guy. Let's throw in Breeze. I think somebody said Breeze. And Breeze, and uh, come on, pull it up. One, two, three, and we're going to just do four at a time because it might just pull. No, I'm not going to do Alex Smith. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to do Phillip Rivers. Uh, Deshaun Watson number should be nice, too. Uh, his number should be real nice, but it, he's still in his second year, so they'll throw things off. Um, who else y'all guys want me to do? Golf. I could do golf, though. Uh, Jerry Golf. That that would be a good comparable. Um, Bortles. I'm, no, I'm going to do I'm going to do Bortles just for fun, okay? All right, so Bortles. Bortles, B-O-T-L-E-S, bam. Law Nation is the best. You guys know how that rhyme, right? <laughs> Let's get these results. And the results are 
bam, they got them all up into the mix. They got them in alphabetical order, too. All right, so let's go by per game basis. Are you guys still able to see this screen right here? Appreciate everybody for tuning in. This show is going longer than what I intended it to be. <laughs> but uh, we're up on a Sunday, so there's no Cowboys football, nothing to get be prepared for. So let's just look at these numbers. All right, so immediately, let's see. Can I can, can I just do by completion? Yes, I can do that number now. Okay, so uh, completion percentage, I guess you can look at it. Uh, Andrew Luck is completing the better ball than all these guys here uh, out of everyone. Uh, his first three years. Uh, let me see where. Uh, Drew Brees is right there at the bottom of this list. I'm surprised. All right, so attempts. Let's look at the attempts. Andrew Luck is still there. Andrew Luck, his first th three years, just amazing to me. All right, so Andrew Luck, as far as uh, yardage. The guy was throwing in his first three years, 270 yards, man. Jerry Goff doing up that thing, too. And, hey, Blake Borders. <laughs> Drew Brees, uh, we, I think Drew Brees had an injured year in there, so I might have to go back and look at the facts because uh, 200 yards is just, it's just not a, a good number. And remember, Drew Brees, uh, he suffered uh, injuries and things like that, which uh, uh, causes uh, the uh, San Diego Chargers at the time to uh, go and get a Phillip River. So, uh, touchdown, everybody is pretty much in the same wheelhouse. Uh, but Andrew Luck and Golf, they are way up there. Even Bortles, you know, he's way up there too, as uh, far as uh, prepared to like, uh, compared to a Dak Prescott. So, they winning in that categories. Uh, let's look at over here. Forget, forget about that. Let's look at uh, completion. This is what everybody want to know. Completion percentage 65.7. Dak Prescott is leading this particular group within the first three years. And uh, like I said, I, I will have to really look at Drew Brees' numbers and uh, maybe add in an extra year because of the fact that it's only 28 games and he was injured. So uh, this is like a, a missed number right here for Drew Brees. It's not a good comparison as uh, far as yards or what have you. I'm telling you that Andrew Luck and hey, even Blake. He's up there. Uh, Jason Whitlock made me maybe onto something. <laughs> but the touchdowns. Okay, let's look at it from here. Um, 69 for Bortles. He beats out a lot in the tons. He beats out uh, the Andrew Lux of the world, the Jerry Goff of the world, the uh, Dak Prescott. So Blake Bortles is first. But this is the thing. This next rate, this next category will bring out the real cold, hard facts, baby. The QBR, the quarterback rating, it says uh, the difference are using in the NFL and the NCAA. Uh, minimum of 1,500 passing attempts qualify for the QBR, 150 yards, 150 attempts for the playoff leaders or what have you. So, yeah, they calculate that. And this is the main thing that you want to look at is the QBR, your uh, efficiency of throwing the ball. And Jerry Goff is right up there in the mix, man. And Jerry Goff is a is a good thrower of the ball. I liked him coming out of college. I thought that he was a good thrower. Uh, to me personally, I was on the on the thing of saying that I like Jerry Goff over Wentz. And then Jerry Goff fell on his face his first year, and then he got a better coordinator, and everything changed from there. So uh, Dak Prescott is second on this list. And, uh, and, and this is to me. You want to you want you want me to pull out one other fact, and I hate to do this to y'all, Cowboy Nation, those who are out there who hate and despise and take Dak Prescott as trash. Dak Prescott do not belong on this list at all. Jerry Goff, first round draft pick, 
Andrew Luck, first-round draft pick. Blake Borders, first-round draft pick. Drew Brees, second-round draft pick. So he don't belongs in this category at all. He's an outlier, right? So uh, with that being said, I'm not trying to give him a cushion there, but this is a fourth-round draft pick. Uh, and expecting running quarterback to be in this in, to be in this grace of of these guys right here he don't belong right but he's there so with that being said man i would pull up some legends now like the uh, joe montana's troy aikman's jim kelly's of the world and then we're going to get on wrap this thing up but i really appreciate you guys let me read the comments over here appreciate slots that's in this thing incognito all you guys man that's uh that's uh, monitoring this thing all right and uh, appreciate everyone rg knee no <laughs> it's already you already know what that's going to look like comparing him to rg knee or rg3 would just be uh, a disservice to uh Dak prescott at this point because we already know that rg and Mar marcus mariota his number is going to be way way above those those guys too uh, i can just tell you off the off the jump um we're gonna do the the, the uh, older legends how about that we're gonna do Dak prescott and uh oh, oh. Let me go right here. Dak Prescott. We're going to do Aikman. My man, Aikman. And, man. Aikman. <clears throat> One, two, three. And uh, we already know his first year was a blunder, right? And who else I said? Joe Montana, right? Montana. Joe Montana. Joe knows, right? I, I may have to do his first four years. Uh, I think his first year he didn't play. So I'm gonna do his first four years, Joe Montana, and um, for for one special person, man, who who the uh, fourth player you guys want me to pull up? Going once, going twice. Uh, TeamRanking.com, uh, yeah, ProFootballReference.com is where you guys can see all this thing. Uh, hey, who else we got, man? Whoever you guys say next, I'll put them in the box. Let me know. Five, four, Sanchez. You know Sanchez's number might be might be good, <laughs> but uh, I think Marino will, will be a better number. Oh no 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 no! I tell you what, let's do let's do this. Marino and um, I'm curious now. Uh, Marino Marino M A R I N O right <laughs> Marino. Dan the man Marino. Okay. All right. So, and we're going to do, uh, we did Roethlisberger already. Steve Young, I'll have to figure out when he started, what have you. McNabb, that's who I wanted to do. McNabb, for obvious reasons, because a lot of people like to do the comparison of Dak to McNabb, too. So, all right, that. And uh, one more person, because they're going to do six. <laughs> Cole Pepper. No, I'm not going to do Cole Pepper. It was another guy. Mariota. Somebody spell Mariota for me. Marcus. I can spell Marcus, though. Mariota, Marriott. Okay, Mariota. Okay, I was able to, to to weasel it through us. All right, so the first three years. All right, so there's going to be six players that we're going to get results on. Everyone have reasonings, but results are what matters. So well, let's go. Thank those who are tuning in uh, to the nation. This is just me doing a comparison to see how trashy Dak Prescott is opposed to these other quarterbacks. And then on top of that, if you are watching uh, or listening on my podcast, I really appreciate you. You can also put in these numbers with pro football reference. 
and, and they are not a sponsor of mine. I'm just letting you guys know that that's where you can go. But shout out to all of the sponsors uh, that helped the nation out. I really appreciate you all uh, for being into the mix. Spotify, iTunes, as well as uh, Google Play. We are on all platforms on my platform, and I appreciate the sponsorship and the advertisement that you guys do in this wonderful thing. And didn't I, didn't I mention this? Cowboys Experience. I'm just going to give this plug out to Cowboys Experience. Guys, go to Cowboys Experience. If you are on my Facebook handle, there should be a website that you can click on that link. And me, Vach Lombardi, Big Game James, Silver and Blue Nation, produ- Producer G, uh, did I mention Mark Holmes and Joe Boo? We will be down into the mix coming around this particular Saturday. Next next Saturday, uh, we will be uh, in the mix with Drew Pearson, the legend, the original 88. We will be there at the Lava Cantina. I will give you guys some more insight in the following days. All right, so what we want to look at here, this is the first three all right, so everybody pretty much played an average, a decent amount of games. Only person who had a lower number of games is uh, Troy Aikman. He had 38. Everybody else is pretty much in the same wheelhouse of, of the average amount of games. So, yeah, so this is a good indicator of seeing who all are into the mix. Let me know if you guys can see everything uh, out there. Yes, you guys are still able to see everything. So you guys can see what I see. So we're going to go down to right here. <clears throat> and we're going to look at the uh, completion percentages, what have you, the completed passes. Dan Marino completed 20 of 20 of his passes in his first three years uh, out of 33. So that's real cool. Dak Prescott is second on this list. Everybody else, Marcus Mariota, first-round draft pick. Donovan McNabb, first-round draft pick. Troy Aikman, first-round draft pick. Joe Montana, I forgot, third or fourth-round draft pick, something like that. Uh, he he may be the guy that I may have to purge off of this list because he got the lower or the least amount of games, I, I I may have to push his number back a little bit because he didn't start his first year or what have you. But uh, we already know that he is a legend, and uh, I would be uh, crazy to even put Dak Prescott or any quarterback into that uh, into that talk track. But uh, yards per game is 265. There's Dan Marino. He was slinging a rock around. Of course, Marcus Mariota was doing his thing. And this is different errors, too, because think about this. Any quarterback that was before uh, 2005 or 2001, I believe, uh, the, the DB is able to chuck. He's able to redirect beyond five yards. So for, for, the, for them to put up 265 yards a game is a plus. Uh, 2.3 touchdowns, that, that's like light years ahead of anyone else that's on this list. Dan Marino was throwing that rock, man. His, he had one hell of a rookie year as well. So... Dan Marino and Marcus Mariota, they have a better uh, touchdown to interception ratio or touchdown ratio per game per se than any other quarterback that's on this list. And then also, uh, if we look over to uh, anything else, everything else is comparable uh, to Troy Aikman. Of course, he, he had less interceptions, sacks. Uh, Donovan McNabb had more sacks. Troy Aikman, and then third on that list is uh, our brother from another mother, Dak Prescott. But let's look at it over here. Let's look at this thing right here. Um, we want to look at this thing. The quarterback completion percentage is 65%. Um, not saying that Dak Prescott is a better completion quarterback uh, thrower of the ball than a, um, a Joe Montana, but, but the records and the facts shows that, you know, first three years he is. 
And uh, wait a minute, I was a little bit off. Joe Montana played 56 games at this point to oppose to Dak Prescott 44. And uh, we're looking at a better completion percentage. But remember, um, <clears throat> it was harder to throw the ball back in the days because of the fact that uh, you can check and you can redirect a um, the defensive back. He's able to do that. And then, of course, throwing the ball across the middle, man, he had, to, he had some headhunters back in the days, man, that'll make you pay. So first three years, man, this guy, Dan Marino, he was setting all types of records, man. Natural throw of the ball. I forgot to put in uh, Peyton Manning stats on this thing. Oh, I forgot to put in Peyton Manning. I should have put in Peyton Manning instead of Marcus Mariota. But neither here nor there. Um, 11,000. I mean, Dan Marino still. Dan Marino was before his time. I can only imagine if Dan Marino played in today's NFL, man, it will be medieval. It will be crazy. Uh, Dan Marino will put up so much. He'll, he'll, put, up, he'll put up so many numbers, man. It, it, people will be like ridiculous. They'd be like, man, this guy, he can walk on water basically. Uh, but you could see the Dan Marino numbers is uh, way beyond uh, everyone, everyone else. But, of course, Rain Dakota will be in second, right, <laughs> out of this list. And uh, Donovan McNabb, just trash, right? <laughs> Especially uh, touchdowns or what have you. Uh, remember, the uh, Eagles during that time, they had a nasty defense. They always had some some nasty defenses out there. All right, so we're looking at um, – let me see what the chat box. What are you guys saying now, man? Shout out to you guys, man. Hit Gallup for the 40-yard pass. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Dak has exhibit quarterback qualities. Uh, and hitch, step, climbing the pocket. Yes, uh, slots. Yes, yes. America team best. The NFL hashtag DC for life. How he was 24 for 28 against the Saints. Let that sink in for a minute. America's team. Yes. Yes, he was. He was that. He was, he was doing his thing out there. So um, let's let's go back to this thing right here before I close this thing out. Quarterback QBR. That's what we really want to look at, guys. That's what we really want to look at. Let's look at it. Hmm. Who's second on that list, baby? <laughs> Who is second on this list? <laughs> All right. So let's point out the Hall of Famers, right? You know, Joe Montana Hall of Fame, Troy Aikman Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm just playing with you guys. Of course, Dak Prescott is second on this list. And uh, first three years. Interception. Let's see who passing all these balls around, man. Let's, who's not protecting the ball? Of course, uh, Troy Aikman, that first year, 1-15, what have you, was just horrible for him. Uh, Dan Marino, uh, when there's a risk, there's uh, the, the, when you take chances and you take risks out there, of course, you're going to get that. And, and, and trust me, you know, as good as the risk was the reward was great too for him so Dak Prescott naturally is at the bottom of the list as far as the uh, interception uh, in the first three years 22 opposed to 46 and I think Peyton Manning had a gaudy number man it's just crazy uh, sacks but this is another thing Donovan McNabb problem when he played for the uh, filthy was he liked to hold on to the ball and he thought that he can get away too by running with his legs and, and it cost the uh, the, the Eagles several games of him fumbling and, and sacking, getting sacked and things like that. So Dak Prescott is on the pace of getting 112 sacks for his first three years as well. So he got to better that number. And uh, Troy Aikman, of course, he's on this list. But if I do like the 
the, the, the next three years of Troy Aikman, you will see like a, a growth in Troy Aikman's game. And, and we already know what happened within the next three years of Troy Aikman's career beyond the first three years. Um, and uh, on top of that, uh, yards, uh, this is what it is right here. And, and what is this? Uh, what is this? Yards lost due to sacks. Okay. And the brother lost a lot of yards. Uh, let me see what else we want to pull up. That's pretty much it, you know. Um, uh, QBR, Dan Marino, the man. Uh, t- touchdowns, that's Dan Marino, of course. And second on that list is Dan is Dak Prescott. And one can argue, like I said, Dak Prescott don't belongs on that list, right? Because you know, fourth round draft pick and stuff like that. All right. So with that being said, guys, I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Uh, let's get this thing going one way or another. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, be a part of the notification squad. If you're on my Facebook page, the best thing you can do for me is share this content. Uh, let people know that, uh, that I talk football. We get things going in the right direction to the best of our ability. And I really want you guys to just bring on this fact right here. Cowboys win, lose, or draw, we still got to continue to to win these next few games. We still got to continue to grind, and we have not we have not accomplished anything yet. We didn't. We didn't. We got to win. Uh, to me, uh, even if we go to the playoff, losing a playoff game, the first playoff game, will be a total failure to me, because I at the end of the day. Uh, I, I do not accept us going to the playoff and losing. I want us to win, and winning is the key. Winning is always the necessary thing that we must do. So, um, guys, let's just stay positive. Let's stay focused on on what we need to think, things that we need to do in order to stay in control of. And uh, let's get this thing going. I'm your brother from another mother. <laughs> Don't look like Danny Glover. It is what it is, man. Thank those who uh, supported the channel, and let's get this thing going. Uh, what else I need to mention before I go? I may see you guys a little later on today. Maybe another film breakdown, uh, something like that. All right, that's all the time I have for this morning. I really appreciate you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. I'm out. Appreciate you, man. America's team.